Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM104.ie forward slash survey. You tell us what music you want to hear. You tell us what music you don't want to hear. Give us your opinion and we'll put you in the draw and you could be winning 1,001 euros. So take five, ten minutes out of your evening. You can step back from the screen and the constant mindless scrolling and try and earn yourself some cash so you get to have your say, shape the sound of the station, but also uh, get your hands on 1,001 euros. So FM104.ie forward slash survey. All the details are up here. Now, the Eurovision is cancelled, but seriously, there is a well, some sort of solution on, there the, on is, the line. Yeah, there's an AI song contest. Okay, so uh, it was sponsored by um, a, a Dutch program over in, obviously, in the Netherlands. And um, for the first time, 13 theme, teams around Europe and Australia have basically decided to submit songs that are either 100% AI, so robots, or partly sung by themselves and have AI technology as well in oh, the songs, mad. right? Which is insane, right? So they're doing this as a proper contest. Now, the only thing that they said that they came up against, some of the countries were saying that they're, um, when they were obviously using the robots, they couldn't get the emotions across. Right. You know, which makes sense. Yeah, I, mean, I know what you mean, yeah. It's a love song or whatever it might be in the lyrics. Uh, it doesn't really, when it's monotone, it doesn't probably sound as good. But Australia, their song was nearly 100% AI. That's and kind of, it's kind I, of freaky. It, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know if this is exciting at the same time, but I'm kind of like sad a little bit. I'm like, you don't, music shouldn't be. Well, do you know what they actually said? They came out to say that... Um, the organisers are seeking to raise awareness of the important role of AI in our lives. So it's basically showing how it can be used in a positive way and it can help musicians along the way as opposed to taking over from them. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, I sent you one of the songs there, which is Australia's entry, and I thought it sounded pretty good. So this is... AI, no really humans were involved in writing this. They just turned this into a machine and it just churned this out. Yeah. Okay, let's have a listen. This will be interesting now.
sounds pretty decent. That's not so, bad at all. I mean, it's got a little drop in there. It's got all the instruments and music. I mean, it's better than a lot of music that... Yeah. This is taking place, by the way, you can actually get voting online, but it's taking place the 12th of May online, um, and you can check out all the different countries' entries and votes. So there's a three-person panel, two AI scientists, and a composer. This is so They're going to be rating them, isn't it? Do you think this is going to get so weird where someone's going to develop a piece of technology and software where like the DJ, it'll be a virtual DJ who'll become famous like Tiesto because it'll be so intelligent be able to kind of know what, what, what they would have been able to do next. Well, in fairness, like if you think about it, this could change the Eurovision completely. You can so, actually have some good music in it. Yeah, every year we're going, oh, who is going to get chosen this year? I mean, we yeah. had Dustin the Turkey. You know, we could have just composed an AI technology, like a three-minute robot mm. to do what we wanted and it would have sounded way better. We could have won. This is this is uh, this is mad. There's, but I, just here on YouTube as well, now to see how much other kind of AI music is out there, and apparently there's there's a ton of stuff that is. Uh, this is another AI made song. You wouldn't know the difference. So again, what, what, obviously, what they do is they use like uh, they use like uh, music software, music production software that has all the instruments loaded into it, and then just. This is all the computer doing this. All computer. So Australia, their entry, um, they've kind of explained how how they did it. So they created yeah. what their, their song is called, Beautiful of the World, uh, by training a neutral network with past Eurovision songs and audio from koalas, Tasmanian devils to honour these animals lost in the country's wild, wildfires. The team's AI algorithm was in charge of coming up with the melody and lyrics, and they added human vocals to the song. Isn't that oh, amazing? Right. Yeah, so, so the human vocals are in there, which I was wondering about that, but that, that's interesting. Yeah, they just feed us. Here, here's a lot of generic uh, Eurovision kind of pop songs, and it just spits that back out. But like this, yeah, this is the probably that's the same thing. This. Yeah, they, they spit that back out. That's what they've created, but it's not a person that's created that. You know what I mean? It's not someone yeah, sitting yeah. down all day long going, does this match? Does this beat, beat match? That's That is robots. I've got me on a, I'm going to go down a little YouTube uh, rabbit hole here now. What was that crazy song? Was it the one that won? What was the one that won? The, was it the Israeli entry that won a couple of years ago? A really weird song. Oh, yeah. What was that, actually? Is that the woman? Yeah, she was... Uh... Um, let me think. That was Eurovision, was like, wasn't it? There was like a chicken thing in it or something. Yes. Uh, was that... Ouch. Netta. That was Israel. They got to the semi-final. Oh, this is it, this is it. Yeah, this was the song, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it, yeah. Look at me, I'm a beautiful creature. Sounds kind of similar, doesn't it? <laughs> it's not far off. Yeah. I just remember the chorus being crazy. Here we go. This is a drop up. There we go. <laughs> Lads, what's going on? Oh, it's amazing. All right. So the Eurovision Song Contest, many might think it's a little bit better, but uh, is going to be replaced. Uh, all the contestants are going to be replaced by AI-generated robots, and that'll be the end of that now. Yeah. Well, I prefer to watch an AI version. 
to be honest. Yeah, some of the performances might uh, uh, might be a little bit better. That's mad. There's also there's an app, by the way. Apparently, you can go on. I just come across this app here called uh, what is it called? You can get it on the iPhone called Uisco. It's a Uisco song. So there's a, if you type into your app app engine or your app uh, the app store uh, song. So the the app is just called Song, and apparently it lets anyone intuitively control the generative music engine, adding real time music effects to your voice. It's madness. Musico apps, that's what it is, sorry, Musico apps. M-U-S-I-C-O has tons of uh, AI generating music. They don't even need the musical talent now. You're just like, here, listen, happy days. Um, we can just get that done and just don't need musicians anymore. There we go. Put them all out of a job. Happy days. God. A time where no one gets paid for their music. That'll be weird. <laughs> Yeah. And not even the super rich um, people anyway, right? Uh, on the way, we're going to be obviously counting down the minutes to see if Noel Gallagher is going to be releasing that brand new Oasis music this evening that's never been heard before. Here's that. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Uh, if you missed today's sweat session, we've teamed up with Jim Plus Coffee. We're bringing you F104 sweat sessions Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You will see a new sweat session, a new home workout that you can do in your own time, at your own pace. Uh, you don't need any equipment and you can do it in your sitting room. So at 1 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday and Friday will be uh, the gym session, the sweat session. That will be posted to our Instagram grid as well. So you want to head over and check out today's one. If you fancy doing an old late night workout this evening or you can do it tomorrow, the next one will be out. The newest one will be released on Friday. And it's all to help raise money for the Tribe Charity as, as well. So you can check out the work they're doing on tribecharity.com. It's a charity run for young people, by young people. And it's all with thanks and with the generous support from um, Jim Plus Coffee. So you can visit jimpluscoffee.com. They're an Irish brand, they're an at-leisure brand, and they're helping us uh, run this. So it's every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1 p.m., uh, and you can go check that out. Still to come a little later on in the show, we may or we may not, we do not know, but uh, Noel Gallagher has basically said that he's going to be releasing some unheard-of uh, Oasis uh, music that he thought was lost forever, but he has found it while we were, you know, like the rest of us, kind of rooting and trying to do things to pass the time in lockdown. He has found it on a, on an unnamed CD, and he says he's going to be releasing that this evening. So if he does it at Bang on 12, we'll see if we can hang around, and we might give it a quick spin. But, um, yeah, no. so so we'll do that if it is released on time and before we have to go to our bed. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say bed. I'm, I'm up to like four o'clock every morning yeah, because so I had the body clock's absolutely <laughs> out of whack. Uh, one thing we never mentioned, I'm not mentioned, fully wrapped up was, uh, do you remember last week when we were chatting with our uh, online scammer friends? Oh, my God. Yes, of, like this was the weirdest thing that I think we've ever done. Yeah, again, long story short, you're probably listening, but there are some people who are trying to obviously con people out of money during the pandemic. Uh, somebody cloned a friend of mine's uh, uh, granduncle's account. So they live over in America, cloned their account, added all their friends, re-added all their friends, and then started messaging them saying that there was money all over the place. There was money from the World Health Organization that you could apply for. You can't. It's a massive scam. Uh, anyway, we, we emailed them about 60 different things. We filled out a form. Um, they said, oh, we've been approved for the 50 grand. They were like, oh, you just need to send on a photo identification. We sent on photo ID of a cat on a driver's license, thinking that, no, they're, they're going to cop it eventually. They didn't cop it with that. And then they gave us the name of a person who lives in Alabama. They gave us an address. The address turned out to be real. The person turned out to be real and is a convicted criminal and has been arrested numerous times for burglary and, and various different crimes. So uh, we're kind of starting to get a little bit worried. But um, we eventually 
they eventually asked us to transfer them like transactional fees and processing fees to release the money. So it's like, hey, if you want 20 grand, just send us a, a couple of hundred quid and everything will be fine. Uh, obviously it isn't, and obviously we didn't. So they asked us to send them a receipt. We told them we transferred the money across to them, to their Western Union. And then uh, um, we sent on a piece of paper that just said, oh, this is a receipt with a little smiley face and a stick man on it. And then they finally, finally copped it. So I never actually... Uh, I never actually sent this on and I never actually revealed this because this was late Thursday, Friday night, I think. So just to, to show what happened in the end was after sending on after sending on a fake receipt to them, they finally copped it. I suppose they didn't care about anything else. They just wanted the official receipt. They weren't checking our cat ID. They weren't checking our form. They weren't checking anything else. <laughs> they were just checking this to make sure they could go down to the Western Union in Brookwood, Alabama, and pick up the money that they thought we sent them. And we sent them a dodgy receipt, and then they got real aggro and said, you are only playing games here, Rainless Goo. Still thinking that that was our name we sent them. Get the F out of here, F and asshole. Ain't no games here. We are here to render our services for good and humanity. Really? Yeah. Like, if you had seen the actual messages, like you posted it up on your Instagram, I was in tears. Yeah, so listen, I quickly followed up with that saying, you're trying to scam people out of money. I'm delighted I've wasted your time. I sent you the picture of a, uh, I sent you a picture of a cat in a driver's license. You're such an idiot. <laughs> and then after that, they're like, huh, getting rid of you. And then they said a, a racial slur. Ain't funny. Um, pull up the trigger. So yeah. they're, they're going to, they want to kill me now. Yeah, they got very, very angry. Um, yeah. I liked your last message though. I don't think it delivered, but... Oh yeah, about the rhyming. I was like, yeah, your rhyming's cool. But uh, they, they finally, <laughs> after after about 70 emails, fake driver's license, fake forms, they couldn't get the money. Um, and I, I don't know if it was the guy. The guy's name that they sent, they gave us a real person's name and a real person's address to send the money to over in Western Union. And then they said, oh, the guy can't actually collect it from Western Union. He's banned. So like, yeah, we, know you what, see- we, we know what they're at pretty much. I feel like who you're dealing with to begin with, who was ag- uh, was an agent more, agent. Oh, a- a- agent more blessing, yeah. Agent more blessing, yeah. I think um, he was dealing with the cat ID and he was happy enough with that. <laughs> I think when it got to the, the money, when they really thought this was happening, I think uh, maybe he yeah. sent it on to the bigger boss and that's who oh, you were talking about at the end. Happened? Yeah, that's what I think happened. Yeah, because the guy, I was convinced at the start, the guy's English was terrible. It was very broken English. It was definitely English as a second or third language. But then sometimes it would be it would be very, very good. And you'd be like, what's going on here? So maybe there's a team of people. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, like researchers. Yeah, researchers. And where the house was, was based, obviously it was in the States. And the way the guy spoke in the mess, the last messages that you got mm. seemed like he was American by his... The way he was using his slang words, <laughs> his slang and his slurs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What you mean, yeah. So yeah, I so. think, uh, I think it could have easily been the house <laughs> of that guy. It is. It might have been. So we we googled him. His name was there. We even found a number for him, but uh, unfortunately, no one answered in the end. But just be careful if people are. That's the latest coronavirus scam where people are telling you you can get funds, trying to take advantage of people who might have lost their jobs and be in a serious situation. So if you get a strange private message from a relative that is over in America somewhere, it may be absolute. Uh, maybe absolute BS so just a heads up I'm glad that we wasted this guy's time because hopefully we distracted him from trying to scam or scam, you know con a few other people
people out of it. Uh, on the way, still on the show, we're going to be uh, seeing if Noel is going to be releasing his music. And also, why you can't t- stop touching your face. I'm horrible for touching my face 24-7. Probably not the best time uh, right now to be doing that. But we'll be uh, talking about, about that and explaining that to you in a few. And we'll have music from Dermot Kennedy here now. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Remember, you can tune in and listen to the station in a variety of places, not just your radio, not just your smart speaker, but things like uh, fm forward slash player, but also on uh, Virgin Media Channel 930. So numerous ways to stay connected. Now, I, for one, I don't know about you, but I'm horrible when it comes to not touching my face. Yeah, no, I'm the same. I touch my face all the time. And I think a lot of people do, if you think about it. Uh, for I, different yeah, reasons. I've only becoming like, more aware of it in the last, obviously, couple of weeks and months with the whole situation we're in right now but like a shocking amount and then you start getting really paranoid about everything else you're touching you know like phones and door handles and car keys and then I keep putting car keys in my mouth and I'm like where where have these just been and then money back and forward with people we're all going to become hypochondriacs at the end of this I know I'm the same I always touch my face and I'm always worried now walking around that I don't touch my face because other people are staring at me going that's disgusting because you're not supposed to be doing that. So, you know, I can't help it. Like, I'd say during this whole conversation, I have touched my face about 50 times. No joke. I've been constantly touching my face. It would be more a case of when have I not done it. I know. But anyway, scientists have discovered why we do it. And it's a bit disgusting. So, you can't stop touching your face because you're programmed to sniff yourself. So you're what? sniffing your hand. Yeah, it's it's from like years and years and years ago that if you want to know if you smell or not or if you if other people smell. So when you shake someone's hand, you're very likely yeah. to put your, your hand up near your face subconsciously because you're smelling them, which is just so bizarre. So subconsciously smelling ourselves. That's a little bit gross. <laughs> Isn't it? I found that absolutely disgusting. So humans may sniff their hands to gain information as well about other people that they've touched. Like, it's just bizarre. So you're smelling, you're touching your, your hand, even if you're not actually going up and smelling smelling your hand to see if you actually do smell. You're putting your hand near your face because apparently then you know whether you're sweating out disgusting, I don't know, B.O.? Yeah, it's that's nasty, a bit grim, isn't it? Isn't it? I, I, but I don't know, I'd never find myself smelling my own hand when I'm touching my face. When you're leaning on your hand, you're supporting yourself. I, I've never... Do people do that? Apparently women are worse for this than men. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently women um, are more into smelling after meeting someone than men would be. Now, I need to notice this. I, You know if someone shakes your hand... I don't like handshakes anyway. I find them really formal yeah. and terrifying. But yeah. if it, you know, I, I've never noticed that someone touch their face afterwards. But it's like we're animals. We're secretly sniffing out. I'm going to be looking out. out for that now. You shake someone's hand and then you kind of yeah. touch your face. Yeah, it's bizarre. So the study was done with over 10,000 people. 94% of people smelt themselves after they shook someone's hand. But... I don't like even put, want to know if put, that's true. Put their hand, put their hand up to their face in some way or another. But I, I mean, can you tell when someone has actually smelled it or not? I, you see, I, part of me doesn't want to believe that that's the reason you're doing it. Yeah, well, that's because you're not actually going up. You're not shaking someone's hand and going, "Oh, actually, I'm going to go and smell that." Mm. Oh, they smell disgusting or whatever. But we make an assumption based on their smell, which is really mean. 
isn't it? Oh, yeah. We're horrible people. And we are indeed. You wonder why you don't like someone. You're like, oh, I shook their hand and they just didn't smell good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smelling their body odors. It's a bit disgusting. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, listen, uh, speaking of that. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Uh, still to come on the show, we're going to be... Uh, uh, well, we would like to know, if you're still working and you're working from home, have you found yourself working more or or less. Right? Just, just let us know. You can drop us in a, a DM or you can drop us in a tweet. Uh, that's where you can get in touch with us this evening. But let us know. Are you working more or less the fact that you're now working from home? You think that you're, I don't know, maybe working less, but maybe stuff is spilling over uh, into later parts of the day because people are like, well, you're at home. You can answer your emails. It's fine, right? Uh, do you know, obviously, the, the Kinder Eggs, the Kinder Surprises that you can buy down the shops? I love Kinder Eggs and Kinder Surprises. That's what I used to get for Easter every single year. They're they're great, and I think sometimes when you're feeling down, you just go in as an adult and you pick up one of them, and you're like, "Hey, listen!" I, I'm <laughs> and you enjoy the toy, <laughs> make the toy right. Uh, so someone is after you know. You know, every so often people come out and they're like, "Oh my god, you've been you've been eating cereal wrong this whole time," and everyone's like, "Oh, crazy! We didn't realize what we we're doing." Um, you know, when the, the Kinder surprise and the Kinder egg, right? Uh, the 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 little shell that the leg thing is inside the chocolate or whatever what, yeah. what color is the thing that the toy is in orange mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's always orange. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is it orange? Yeah. Um, is that not just their kind of branding? Yeah, you know, maybe. on the front, there's like bits of orange on the on the on the wrapper as well. Yeah. So I'd imagine it's to do with that, and it's bright and well, it's a happy color. Uh, well, apparently that is not the correct answer. And just think now, you know, when's the last time you got yourself a Kinder surprise? Maybe home for the kids, whatever it was, and the toys out on the table. Why is it that color? It is not just because it's a random color. It's a deliberate color, according to one person who went online and has since blown everyone's minds over this, right? I'll tell you exactly why uh, next, and uh, let us know as well. If you've been working more or less um, during the lockdown period, if you are, in fact, working from home, we'll be talking about that next here on FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
Coming in through here in F104. How are you doing this evening? Now on to solve some of the more pressing, pressing issues of our time. This is mind-blowing. I mean, it what won't make too on? much of a difference to your day, but somebody has come out and said that this is the reason why Kinder Surprise... The toys, the thing you get the toy in inside of the egg is orange. Now, you're just thinking it's just a random colour, not really any particular reason why? Yeah, I just thought that maybe it's a bright colour for kids and they'd like that and it's more appealing when they open it then. All of those seem perfectly reasonable, perfectly legit as well. But someone, you know, went online today and uh, exposed... Uh, exposed the reason I don't want to say exposed but uh, Sullivan now, Poulter is this guy's name and he just went on Is this a on, kinder expert? Uh, I think he's a hardcore kinder fan he probably has two or three the, threes, uh, you know these eggs a day anyway um, and his observation was this maybe you agree with him or not but you know since he posted this online it was shared about 20,000 times got hundreds of thousands of comments uh, and a lot of people being like wow I never ever knew this but uh, think of a kinder surprise you open it up and uh, it's it's in the shape of a an egg. Yeah, right. So, the toy in the middle is the... Yolk. Hey, and that's why it's like orangey-yellow. Oh, my God. Are you serious? That's amazing. I'm going to tell everyone that tomorrow. I love hearing yeah, I that mean... kind of stuff. That, that's that random stuff that you just pull out at a party or something, isn't it? Yeah, did you know, actually, in fact, now obviously I said, you're, you're not going to have to, you know, reevaluate your whole entire life after hearing of this, but I was just like, oh no, yeah, that kind of makes sense. God, that's actually insane. Didn't know that. I love when things like that work out in my head because now that you say it, I was always wondering why orange because I don't like the colour orange. You know, so, I would have yeah, thought like a, a, a white or a like a bright yellow or something. Yeah. You know? But there you so go. now it makes sense. Okay. The mystery has been solved. We can yes, all go has. home happy uh, and satisfied that the Kinder Surprise Egg, the, the reason the toy is in the middle of the yellowy orange bit is because that's apparently, when they were designing the whole thing, meant to be the actual, uh, it's meant to be the actual yolk inside the Kinder Egg Surprise. So there you go. One more mystery uh, off off the list uh, of things that you can solve and sort out of your life. Uh, before we go as well, um, this evening, we need to play this out one more time because speaking of mysteries, you may have seen during the week, about two or three days ago, the Pentagon released footage of UFOs. Now, they don't really want to call them UFOs, but it's, they have verified this footage that was released and recorded by the US Navy. One of these videos was in 2007, the other one was in 2017, but they published them and said that, yet yeah, these are videos that we took, they're completely legit, and when you're looking on these videos, there's three different ones, it appears to show UFOs, what me and you would call UFOs, right? That's exactly what they're kind of looking at. They're not identified, they're flying around in, in, in the sky and doing mad stuff. So, the Pentagon to slip this out uh, in, you know, the busy COVID-19 news cycle. They were just like, oh, here, get that out there now, say nothing, right? So a little bit before the show, um, we decided to call up the Pentagon, the actual Pentagon over in Washington, D.C., and ask them, is this confirmation that aliens exist and aliens are real? And here's what they had to say. Public affairs, Chris Wood speaking, ma'am, sir. Hi, uh, how's it going? Is this the Pentagon? It is. Hi, my name is uh, Colin. Oh, good, good, good. Sorry. Um, who am I speaking to? Uh, Chris Sherwood. Chris, how are you doing today? Very good. What can I do for you? Whom, whom do I have the pleasure of speaking with? You're, you're one of the nicest men I've ever spoken to in my entire life. Sorry, my name is Cormac. <laughs> I'm calling from uh, Dublin over here in, in, in Ireland. Oh, excellent. What can I do for you? I just want to know, uh, you know the videos that were recently released, is that confirmation that aliens exist? <laughs> oh, 
I, so I, I'm, I'm assuming because we deal with a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming you're you're referring to the to the Navy videos that were released about two days ago. Is that correct? That is correct and right. And we did want to speculate, but I just wanted to see if we could have like official word from yourself, Chris. Whether you know you're probably in the know over there. You know what's going on. I'm just wondering, is it now time we can say, yeah, there's there's lads living the other side of the of Mars, and we <laughs> we know what's going on. Uh, don't mean don't mean to. I'm not laughing at you, uh, but it is interesting. Um, so here's here's the thing. So there there's a um, if you want to submit a a question, if you want to submit your question, I can have one of our desk officers uh, respond to your question. And are you a reporter? Um, you could say that. Yeah, not not um not not a very let's say qualified one. I'm just kind of doing this off off the back of the videos, and we'd just like to know a little bit more. Okay. So we we do address and we do um, work with media exclusively. Okay. There is a there is a public inquiry line. If you'd like to ask that question of, they'd be happy to help you. I can give you that number if you'd like. Um, no, no, that, that, that's fine. I mean, I'm just wondering because Chris, I, you seem very, very professional, and you know exactly what you're doing. And I'm just wondering, maybe you were trained as a secret agent before. I don't know, but I mean, you you probably know. Do we need to go to that line, or can you just say now? They're real, and we can all get back to normal. Well, so, so that's certainly interesting, but um, the videos are what we describe as unidentified aerial phenomenon. So, right, if, if, right. So that it means they're in the air. It doesn't mean that they're flying. Uh, that would imply that there's some type of like um, atmospheric it or... intelligence. But right. So it could be it could be anything. Anything from a natural phenomenon, a reoccurring. It could be you know it could be. Uh, meteorite. It could be any number of things. I don't want to speculate, but uh, that's why we, we, we don't call them UFOs. We call them UAPs or unidentified aerial phenomena because we just don't know what it is. Uh, if you would like, again, I can put you over to our public inquiry line. And maybe they can give you a little bit more information, but that's all I have. Okay, and you wouldn't happen to know who shot John F. Kennedy either, would you? Oh, that'd be, a, goodness, I tell you, I would, I would be very, very wealthy if I knew that. Chris, you've been uh, phenomenally helpful. Thanks a million for taking our call. Uh, very best of secrets in the future. <laughs> sure thing. Bye-bye. So those are calls at the Pentagon. Now, he did say it could be anything. He did. He didn't specify. So he, he could say anything. So we could say, we could, you know, we just completely take that out of context and say, one, they didn't deny it, and two, we suggested that it could be anything, meaning that it could be aliens. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. That's our Instagram name. And also, if you would like to win yourself a thousand and one euro, you need to head on over to f104.ie forward slash player. Not player, sorry, forward slash survey. My apologies. Uh, you can uh, let us know what you want to hear more of and less of on the station here. And for sharing your opinion, we will, of course, uh, give you a chance to win one thousand and one euro. So happy days. Now, if you are now, like myself and Saoirse, then maybe you have moved to a remote working situation. I'm currently sitting in my front room by the fire. Saoirse is in a little... You look I'm like in you're a, in a little cupboard. Yeah, well, it's like a box room. It's tiny and I'm just squashed in the corner. Yeah, and a lot of people are readjusting to life working from home. And I think a lot of people are going to be doing this long term. I think regardless of... I, I think it might be good for a hell of a lot of people to be able to, to work from home. But obviously with these new changes and things, are you working more or less than what you would have done in the office. Uh, let us know because I would say I am working slightly more, maybe? I'm probably more productive at home because I don't have distractions. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to, yeah, because you're missing out on like a two-hour conversation with Tara that you usually have. That must yeah. be devastating. It, like In a way, it's, it's, it is devastating, obviously, but um, I, I'm getting more done and I guess when you're working from home... And obviously being stuck in lockdown, I'm doing work that like I'm, you know, we usually start 
a, our day at kind of four o'clock. So we go in at four o'clock and we just power through then for the, for the whole day and night. Whereas now I find myself, I get up at a certain time, I might edit stuff and then leave that and then maybe try and look for a little bit of content for the show early on and then have a break and then come back to it. So it's kind of in and out, I guess. Um, so yeah, I guess I'd be. I feel like I'd probably be more productive. Yeah, I think I think it's it's very easy for it to slip in though because I think some some people will just expect you to be able to take an email at seven or eight o'clock after work or, you know, it's very hard to cut off and shut off from work, especially if it's just on a normal laptop. Maybe you don't have a specific area. You keep kind of going in and checking your mails and doing your doing your head in. And, you know, maybe they should bring in laws where you're not allowed to check your work emails after six o'clock or on the weekends because they have something like that in France. But I'd imagine a lot of people are working more. Uh, at home and find it more difficult to shut off because you know at least you get to leave the office and you get to yeah. kind of just move and that's the signal that's work done and you know what people try and get work done and get all their work done and then so they can leave the office now you can never really leave your office true but as well as that I think because people obviously can't go out it's not like they've decided to just trial seeing how working from home is and everything is as normal that you can kind of go out and do stuff you're so yeah. bored that I think people are distracted by work if they are getting to work from home yeah no. um, so it's it's a distraction so they're probably working more but they're they're happy to do it which sounds bad I guess it's yeah, we've not got stressful no or cinemas to go to it's like actually there's nothing else to do might as well yeah. do this work yeah that's what I think is happening but um Definitely. I mean, see, I, you can't say anyone is particularly stressed if they're working and they're working from home. Do you know that kind of way? You're not stressed like you would be if you were going out to work every day and you had to collect kids from creche and make dinner and all that stuff. When you're at home, it is easier to, to manage, isn't it? Well, if well, you have a cat and that's given you a lot of headaches. I imagine that if you is. have kids, it'd be completely different where you're like, okay, now, bye-bye. Yeah, true. Actually, I never thought about it if you had kids... On top of they can't even well. go to crash. I mean, it'd be grand if you're working from home and the kids were in school and you'd just be like, here, listen, this is fine. But I'm sure that that can be a uh, stress. And I found as well, you know, we've been talking about this before, but uh, everything is now just one big giant Zoom meeting. So everyone's on a Zoom meeting four or five oh, a day and I think just they're, just ex- they're just exhausting. Painful. Painful. Yeah. I have another one tomorrow morning, which is very oh, exciting. Do you actually? I do. Yeah. Oh, lovely. I do. Yeah. So I mean, listen, um, the, secret, the secret to your Zoom meetings is to never turn your camera on. And then you can just lie in bed. I was, we, had a, we had a Zoom meeting this morning for uh, uh, for the station and I was just just dialed in and just lying in bed and just turned the camera off. People are making the amateur mistake of turning the actual video on. You don't need I the know. video, lads. You just need to be there. Show your face. Don't even yeah. show your face. Just put a picture See, up. Go like that. I feel like it's rude if you don't show your face. It, it is, but I was in bed. So I think people didn't want to see that. Yeah, true. Fair enough. Um, but actually, yeah, just a little... Um, Little giveaway. If, if you remember myself and Tara Murray doing our FM 104 experiment, yeah, those challenges, it is coming back. Oh, is it actually? Back, but it's coming back from our homes. So we're going to be doing it from home. So that should be all kinds of interesting. So we have a meeting about it tomorrow. But yeah, it should be kicking off in the next couple of weeks. You should do that. Listen, you're going to have to do that, I'd say, nearly live, just so no, n- neither of you come back out. They're doing it in a way that will work very well. So, what was the thing you did the last event. time? What did we do the last time? Mm, yeah, we had to do um, a chili challenge where we had to eat raw chili and <laughs> uh, jalapeno sauce on yeah. top of that. Tara was out of work for a week; she was so sick. Um, then we had to do a leg challenge thing where you know, again, I don't go to the gym; she does. So obviously, she won in that one very easily. Mm. Where you're, you're going against the wall and you have to try and stay up as 
yeah, that was also horrific. Um, what else did we do? We did a listening, a li- no, um, a challenge where I was wearing headphones and it was blaring music and I had to try and work out what she was saying to me mm. and vice versa. We did loads of different ones actually, yeah. So um, obviously this one is going to be in isolation from home. So various things that we can do and we have to video it and yeah, the challenge You, the challenge you is do the... You should do the, the, the ice bath challenge. You should, you'd kind no, like, we shouldn't. I definitely think you should do that, yeah. No, because she would win that, I'd say. She'd I be think be- she hates the cold just as much as you do, so that'd be a good one. I'd, I'd, I'd watch that now. That'd be an interesting one. The, like, no, I don't think she does. The ice she bath doesn't challenge. hate it as much as me. No. I can, I can do, do a mini one. Like, do one where it's just a bowl of iced water and you just have to put your feet in it for as long as you can on your hands. Oh, stop. Stop it. Do not suggest that tomorrow. Give the people what they want, Saoirse. This no, is what they want. that is awful. I will definitely suggest that tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, no worries. I'm, I'm trying to think of what other challenges you can do around the gaff. Well, there's you a few some, ideas being thrown around. You could do some extreme ironing. See I how quickly you can get through a, a list of uh, clothes or whatever. I don't have an iron. You can go get one. I can't get one. I'm in isolation. No, 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 they sell them in Tesco. This is an essential item. They don't sell them in my Tesco. Can't get an iron. I'm sure there's a big... They sell everything in Tesco. No, not in the one near me. It's only a small one. Um, so I can't get an iron. So that's out of the, the question. But there are a few different ones that you might have not thought of that we're going to do that are very good. Mm. Okay. So yeah, all shall be revealed in about a week, I'd say. Oh, lovely, lovely. Okay, nice one, nice one. Um, cool, right. So we're, we're almost wrapping up. I'm, I'm sitting here on Noel Gallagher's uh, Twitter page at the moment. Is he right? active? No, he is not active at all. So if you heard us talking about this a little bit earlier on, he posted something up this morning saying that he found a song. The song is called Don't Stop. The last time they played it was 15 years ago at a sound check in Hong Kong is what he said, from an Oasis soundcheck in Hong Kong about 15 years ago. And while he was rooting through boxes looking for something to pass the time in lockdown, he stumbled across the CD, which he thought he lost. So he's going to be releasing that this evening. Still no word from him as of yet. No updates, no links, no postings. So I don't know if it's going to be... um, I want to wait and see if it's bang on 12. Is it going to actually post? And then we can have a... And have a listen to it. Let me just get up the interweb over here. Maybe uh, he forgot... Well, I'm thinking he, he maybe he has it like scheduled, if you know what I mean. Oh so, yeah. He must be using social media tools. No, no Gallagher. Um, and how long do we have? So, well, we're less than a minute now to see if it's actually going to go bang on twelve. Um, and that'll be interesting to see if this actually happens. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.